I'm very excited to have here with me today a very special guest, Vince Holland. Vince is an Olympic weightlifter, a martial artist, and most recently, a stroke survivor, something that happened to him at a very young age, at the age of 28 years old. Um, Vince, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today and share your experience with me. I mean, you and I met about three weeks ago now, and I was really inspired, really moved by your story. And I thought it's a life story, a life lesson that should be shared with others as well. Uh, do you want to take me through your experience a little bit? Tell us what, what exactly happened. How did everything happen? Yeah, Joe, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I'm glad to be able to share. Uh, as for my stroke, this happened in 2016. Uh, as you said, I was 28 years old. A sort of a normal day, uh, or normal evening rather. It was the 4th of July and we were celebrating like it's our nation's independence day. So we're celebrating with friends. We had dinner and I think we saw some fireworks. Then I was back home at my parents' house and that's when everything started to feel kind of odd. A sensation that was unlike anything else that I've experienced before. Um, having my legs feel like they're full of static. And then I just um, lost my senses. And in the beginning, wasn't able to speak. Uh, and then my speech did come back, though it was delayed, but I was paralyzed on my left side from the stroke. Wow. Uh, but I was really fortunate. Um, I had my brother there who is a corpsman in the Navy. He was able to make an assessment and then get on the phone to the first responders, call 911, and then have them uh, get us right over to the hospital. Wow, it really sounds very scary. So what were your initial thoughts? Um, I think I was wondering if I was having a heart attack or what my body was doing just yeah. not really understanding the feeling and then once it got once i understood that it was something dire like asking for my brother's help and then asking for my girlfriend who's now my wife to just come be with us because i was pretty scared pretty terrified in the moment i can imagine and so must have been your relatives i'm sure uh very scared right yeah oh yes yeah being there with my parents fortunately they were very <clears throat> very calm and they tried to be super composed um, but I'm sure they were having a, a lot of anxiety in that moment. Very scary experience so how did you work through your recovery what were the first steps that you had to take? Yeah a lot of it was <clears throat> excuse me sort of starting from scratch because I had to go to an inpatient facility after I left the hospital and inpatient rehab was a lot of learning to walk again and some occupational therapy so that I could dress myself and start to have some sense of independence. Uh, it was very intensive being there. And then there were some months that I was in an outpatient rehab facility and just trying to work back to getting a normal day together again. And a few more months and then I was back to work with an adapted schedule. So I just couldn't sit at a desk uh, for a full day. So making the right ad adaptations was huge for me to start to feel like myself. How long did that take? Um, I want to say it was near to four months before right. I got back to work right. on the abbreviated schedule, but yeah, about four months. Wow. And you were not able to talk or walk at all at the beginning, right? That's right. Yeah. My speech was one of the first things to come back. It was very delayed, um, but I still wasn't walking when I was in inpatient rehab, not until maybe the fourth day, third or fourth day, I was able to, to stand um, with assistance at first. But by the time I left the inpatient facility, I could walk. It was... Um, sort of touch and go, but I could walk. How important would you say your mindset was during your recovery? Uh, mindset was tremendous because there were only so many hours in the day that I could physically exercise to try and build myself back up. So there were moments when it was dark and the visiting hours were over 
where I had to just meditate and pray to my, by myself and try and work on some sort of a mindfulness practice to get my mind sharp again and get a better sense of my identity. And what do you think was what gave you the strength to persevere and keep working towards your targets? I think it was my support system. Like I said, my girlfriend, who was now my wife, was there and was super solid and super patient with me. And I had my family there and even my friends who were just willing to endure this thing with me to be patient and it let me be gentle with myself. I think to have them around know that they were understanding. I didn't put too much pressure on myself to rush my recovery, just taking it each day at a time and being able to lean on that community was huge. Awesome to hear that you had so much support. I mean, being surrounded by people that are there for you, truly care for you, can be tremendously important in our healing journey. I mean, to me and to most, if we look at you today, you're still insanely strong, but I guess you may not still feel the same, right? Um, have you had to adjust your goals? Uh, what did you have to change when it comes to your targets? Sure. Yeah. My main priority is to still move my recovery ahead. I always say that recovery is ongoing um, and to continue to build my mental and physical strength um, and to also reach out to the community. So that's moved my, my goals a lot is to just be in touch with other people, other young survivors. Right. And that's um, really a big focus of mine and just trying to do my best for them as well. Fantastic. And what would you say has changed drastically in your life since the stroke? I think in the beginning, I was in denial almost of what had happened and had a struggle with saying to the nurses when they would ask me why I was there. I had a struggle to say because I had a stroke. And so realizing that the stroke did not define me and it wasn't the whole of my identity was a big piece um, of how my life would progress from that, from that point on. Um, and I had so much more to offer than the things that I thought that I had lost to the stroke. You know, I, I didn't feel super productive, but I still felt worthy of the people in my life. And that was a big part of what having that community meant is I could feel like I was deserving of the good things too. Beautiful, so motivating and so inspiring. And if you had to give uh, a bit of advice to people that may be going through the same journey or a similar journey, what would that be? I would say to seek out a community. Uh, being around people who just get it is huge. And sometimes we cannot, it's tough to find that community so we have to build it. And that's a part of what I've tried to do online is to just be attached to people who understand what the survivor's journey is like and also a caretaker's journey. Um, that community could be a group of people who understand what it's like to try and be patient and to continue to show love to the people in our lives who are enduring something super difficult and to also show that love to themselves. So that sense of community and also adapting some sort of a mindfulness practice for yourself to just try and be aware of how you feel and to attend to your feelings. Like a practice like that could do so much for people. Fantastic. That's awesome. Vince, thank you so much for taking the time today to share your experience with us. I think this is something that will have a huge impact to many people's lives. Your positive energy and your positive mindset will affect many people. So thank you for that. Joe, thank you for your time.